0: Go Brahman Hitayacha. So I was just revisiting some of the verses of Srimad Bhagavatam. So in that Srila Prabhupada explains why Krishna is called Go Brahman Hitayacha and why the Vedic culture it recommends to protect the Brahmanas, the cows, children, women. So all of them have to be protected very nicely. So we understand why children have to be protected. It is natural, why women have to be protected because uh, chaste women are very much required to bring forth good progeny. When there is good progeny, then automatically the whole world will be peaceful. If the progeny itself is bad, then how much ever you educate them, whatever you do it, uh, just like dog, you cannot train a dog to become uh, uh, a duck dog is having its own features. Dog will fight, whine, bite. So if the soul itself is one Sankar, it's not proper, properly purified, then it's very difficult to give any kind of training. Unless, of course, the soul takes shelter of a pure devotee of Krishna, which is very, very rare chance. So thus it is told, right progeny should be brought forth. For right progeny to take birth, chastity is very, very important. So thus women have to be protected. Now it is difficult to understand why among all the animals, why cow should be protected. It is told about uh, the Vashyas also. Krishi go raksya vashya karma swabhavajam. So very precisely the duties have been laid down for various varnas. Varna means social classes. The administrative class, educator class, Brahmanas, or the productive class that is called Vashyas. Their business. Is to do business trade farming. So the Vashyas are supposed to protect cows, although they have all the animals, and there are so many animals, Vedic culture tells you have to take care of all the animals which are there around your house. Rather, human beings meant to protect animals, the Vedas are telling, and we are actually killing animals very brutally. But among all the animals, why go Brahman Hitaija Krishna is called why cow protection is mentioned for the Vashyas? Go Raksha, Vandi, go Raksha. The first duty of Vashya is uh, the person of mercantile classes, go Raksha to protect the cows. So, actually, if you want a sustainable society, then cow protection is very, very important. Otherwise, we will create industries. And as Stephen Hawking told, we have discussed many times, we have brought ourselves to the point of no return because of this industrialization. If you have to get rid of the industries, then you have to depend on cow ox you use to cultivate your farms and the cow you use for household cow will give uh, all the supply all the necessities we need fuel that will come from cow we need to make house that is made the floor is polished using cow dung the fuel is uh, cow dung and the grains are done using the ox so all the necessities are supplied by the cows then you need to do yagya without yagya there is no sufficient supply. So the problem is not because uh, the farms are not producing crops. The problem is because we are not doing yajna. So there is shortage. Despite all the scientific advancement, there is shortage of water. There is shortage of uh, shortage of everything, shortage of even clean air to breathe. So why shortage is coming despite scientific advancement? Because we are not doing yajna. By yagya rains will happen and then everything all the supplies will be taken care of. and how do we do Yajna of course now in Kali Yuga, we have the facility of Sankirtan yagya. holy name is distributed by mercy of Lord Chaitanya to everybody otherwise Yajna is required to fulfill it is just like you give tax to government and then with that we get necessities fulfilled in similar fashion with Yajna Devatas are satisfied they get strength and they Supply necessities to us. This science is not known to people. So we have to do yajna. Everybody is supposed to do five kinds of yajna every day. Every householder. People have no idea about the science. So even for material comforts, material resources, yajna is required. And how do you do yajna regularly? Using only the clarified butter, ghee, which is produced from cow. So thus we understand how cow is so important. So our sustenance, eating, everything is produced by cow. And then uh, you make your house, you uh, take care of all the necessities, you do yajna by which all the necessities will be supplied. And for yajna, the ghee is supplied by the cow. So thus it is so important. But Srimad Bhagavatam in that verse does not mention all these things which we have discussed. The commercial point of view of cow, the material facilities that the cow is giving. But Srila Prabhupada explains the most important thing, why cow should be protected. So if you don't take knowledge in parampara, we'll be misled and we'll be neglecting this most important thing of the cow. Yes, cow dung is very important. Cow urine is very important. Everything is important, but it there it is mentioned cow protection should be done because cow gives us the most miraculous product and that is called milk. So milk is a miracle product by which the finer tissues are built in the brain everyone knows the gross qualities of a milk milk is such a wonderful product child can sustain just by drinking milk any other food single food cannot sustain a child but child is able to sustain grow itself simply by drinking milk so milk is such a wonderful product one is able to live simply by drinking it so apart from the nutritional value which is a definite fact the milk also Builds finer tissues in the brain, just like we understand. We have calcium that builds the bones, we have vitamin B12. People have deficiency, vitamin D deficiency, so many things. It comes from vegetables, vitamin uh, B12. So, in a similar fashion, the milk is responsible for building fine tissues in the brain by which we can understand absolute truth. We can understand finer things in life and we can have God realization. So machine, human machine is required for God realization. Why this human machine is required? Because there is something special. Animals also have all these things. Animals have heart, kidney, blood, uh, bone, bone marrow, everything animals are having. What is the difference? The difference is we have developed brain, advanced consciousness. So this brain facilitates the full function of consciousness so how this brain is taken care? The fine tissues by milk, these people do not know. Instead of milk, you take blood. Blood of cow people are killing. They are taking meat and brain is becoming more and more dull. It is told anybody can have spiritual perfection of life. But animal killer cannot understand. The brain becomes very dull by that. Of course, it will give you some muscles. That is definite fact. But brain becomes very dull. Vina The animal killer cannot understand. So they are killing that same animal. So the most important element is milk. Now so many so-called people have come and they are propounding various theories that don't do this, don't do that. So we have to simply take shelter of the Vedas understand from Krishna, from the Acharyas. So this uh, Vedic knowledge is user manual. Krishna tells, we will see further in, coming sessions of Bhagavad Gita in chapters, Krishna tells Yes, one who rejects this user manual of life called Vedas usrijya, then na he does not become happy in life na he does not attain perfection in his activities and what to speak of going back to Goded liberation, he will not get it so very strictly following the user manual is very very important so thus we should not speculate oh this is unnatural every species drinks milk of its own mother and uh, human being violates this law by drinking milk from another species human being has so many things human being wear clothes also for that matter should we room like animals without clothes that is natural. no human being is advanced definitely so human being is supposed to do something which other people do not do so, rather than speculating so stool is very bad, but cow stool is very pure. it has always been uh, verified. other urine are bad, but cow urine is very pure. the bones is untouchable, but the bone uh, the conch shell is also a bone, but that is put in the altar that is very pure so thus, what is impure, what is pure, what are the exceptions in that purity and impurity? All these things are very nicely mentioned in the Shastras, which are called Aparushya, which are coming from God. So God has given us knowledge why we are wasting time in research here and there and spending so much of energy. So the God's words guidance is available for us. So now let us take this most important guidance from God from Bhagavad Gita. So all these material things are important so that one can understand spiritual affairs. So that is why. Other things of cow, they maintain the material life. But this milk, it helps us in spiritual realization. So it's very important. So now let us uh, move on to our verses. Just wanted to share this because it just struck me when I was again reading Bhagavatam. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Ram, Hare Ram, 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 Hare Hare. So we are discussed. Verse number fifteen in the previous session. Yes, sarvasya chaam riddhi Very important verse. Matta smritirgyanam apohanam cha. So all the remembrance, forgetfulness, and knowledge that we have, it is coming from Paramatma within the heart. So that we should always pray to Krishna. Krishna, please make me forgetful of material enjoyment. And uh, make me forgetful of uh, my material concepts, which I've developed of atheism and mental speculation. And please give me remembrance of yourself, knowledge of absolute truth, your lotus feet, and please never make me forgetful of yourself. This should be our prayer. Now, today's verse, text number 16. Very important. Please read very carefully. Dva imau purushau loke kshara shakshara evacha shara sarvani bhutani kutas uchyate Krishna is telling there are two classes of beings. Dvao imau purushau loke shara shakshara evacha kshara means fallible and akshara means infallible the fallible and infallible. In material world Kshara Sarvani Bhutani Bhutani means in material world the living entities who are there they are called Ksharaha every in living every entity is fallible Kutastho Akshara Uchyate Kutastha means those who are in oneness who are in agreement with God Akshara Uchyate and in the spiritual world every entity is infallible so in spiritual world people are fixed in their constitutional position they are in agreement with Krishna they don't come back drop in material world In material world, people keep on moving. Their position is not fixed. They'll go to heaven. They'll go to hell. They'll be sometimes demigods. Sometimes they would be demons. But in spiritual world, their position is fixed. They have a unique relationship with Krishna, constitutional position. They serve eternally Krishna in that relationship. That is called Kutastha, fixed in constitutional position. So this is very important verse Krishna is revealing. There are two kinds of living entities, two classes of beings. And which are those two beings God and the common living entity that is not revealed here. Here it is told some living entities. They fall down another living entities set of living entities. They don't fall down. Who are these living entities? Krishna will explain further. Now Krishna is telling, uttamah Purushas tu anyaha, paramat meti udahritaha, yo lokatrayam avishya bibharti avyaya ishvaraha. So now Krishna here is telling very importantly, Uttamah Purusha tu anya tu means but. So there are two living entities, but the Uttam Purush. So these are not Uttam Purushas, both living entities, but Uttam is the topmost, the best person. Uttama purusha anya, but the best person is different from both of the living entities. Those who fall down and those who don't fall down. Those who are in material world, those who are in spiritual world. Tu means but. Uttam purush anyaha udaharita. Yo lokatram avyaya Besides these two, there is a greatest living personality, the Lord Himself. Paramatmeti, Udharita, Param means the Supreme, Atma means Self. He is called Paramatma. Yo Lokatrayam, Avishya. Avishya means to enter. Lokatraya means the world is divided into three parts. Uh, so this universe is divided in upper planetary systems, middle planetary systems and lower planetary systems. This is the consciousness of the living entities. They are assigned their unique places of residence. So this universe is called Lokatrayam. So God enters this Lokatrayam and Vibharti, he maintains all the living entities. So we see how living entities, they depend upon various factors. They depend upon proper climatic conditions. They depend upon uh, uh, the arrangements, how they will be able to trace their food, how they will be able to grow or hunt their food, how will they be able will be able to digest their food and evacuate their food. All these things, we are completely dependent upon the creator. So the creator, Lord Krishna, he enters and then only by entering, he is able to maintain also the entire universe. But one should not mistake if anybody has any confusion that God and living entities are the same as is uh a philosophy which became very rampant in kali Yuga. so here it becomes very clear krishna is telling two living entities fallible infallible kshara akshara in spiritual world and material world but uttama purusha purusha is anyaha he is different from them he is another person from both the fallible and infallible so where is the question of impersonalism here it is so very much clear. Yes, you can become liberated. You can go to spiritual world. But supreme person, you can never become. He always remains separate. Annyaha, supreme person is different. He is called Paramatma. And that Paramatma enters in this universe and maintains. You are not maintaining this universe. You are not God. That Purushu is different from liberated personalities. So this concept is completely defeated by Krishna again. That after liberation, you become God, as many people would tell. So if at all, you have still any impersonal literature. Parim personal commentary on Bhagavad Gita, please remove it from your house immediately. It is so very much clear here. Different from Kshara and Akshara, different from liberated and conditioned souls is the supreme person who maintains this entire universe. He always remains different. Now there are some plates describing the philosophy that we read so this is the situation you see in the screen this is called material universe which you are seeing one bubble yes jivanti loma so so many living entities are there in the material world so these are lower species rajasic species animals tamsik species and rajasic sense enjoyment and then there are demigods on higher planets. But all of them are part of this material world, which we saw the inverted banyan tree. And this is reflected on the water of desire, material desires. And it is a reflection of this original tree of spiritual world. So living entity is supposed to detach himself And so this chapter is so very much important. Yoga, that is why it is called Purushottam Yoga. Yoga means union with the Supreme Person. So very directly it mentioned, it is so clear in this chapter. You have to cut yourself, your material existence using the weapon of detachment and reach a platform where there is no birth and death. Always you serve. There is a living entity who wants to serve Krishna as a cow and cow is just always serving Krishna eternally. So some living entity wants to serve Krishna as a tree. There is a tree here and it is always serving krishna and getting pleasure in that some living entities take the form of waters in the spiritual world peacocks in the spiritual world and they like to serve krishna in that way so like this all the living entities are completely intelligent completely movable completely liberated and in love with krishna serving in their unique positions so we have to reach that platform when there is no birth and death and what do we have to do on that platform prapadde purusham prapadde One has to surrender to the original personality of Godhead. So if you have missed these classes, please go through these verses of Bhagavad Gita, where it is directly mentioned. Impersonalism is defied completely. That you go to spiritual world and Purusham, to that person, Prapadya, you surrender, completely surrender unto him on that platform of liberation, eternal world. So this world is divided into two parts, this entire creation, material world and spiritual world. So material world you see here, it is very dark. So there is this entire existence. And in that small portion of that existence, cloud of Mahatattva is created by Mahavishnu, as you can see here in the bottom right of the screen. So just like cloud appears in the sky and the sunlight is covered. So all these planets, this lotus flower you are seeing, the pink lotus flower in the beginning, in the top uh, portion of this plate this is called Golokurindavan so usually the planets are spherical spiritual and material but this Golokurindavan planet is in the shape of a lotus (coughs) sorry and it is the biggest planet you can see how other planets spiritual planets are also small and all these spiritual planets which you see which are yellowish in color signifying that they are all effulgent like sun here in this universe we have just one sun but in spiritual world Every uh, planet is effulgent. And Golokrindavan, the biggest planet, is not in the shape of a sphere, but that of a lotus, lotus flower. And this cloud of Mahatattva covers this effulgence, and the material universe becomes very dark. And here lies Lord Mahavishnu, you see, with four hands. And you see so many other. In this cloud also, dark cloud, there are small golden bubbles. So these golden bubbles are universe. Our universe is golden from outside. And what is the magnified view of these golden bubbles? You can see one bubble here uh, inside the universe where again uh, Lord Vishnu has entered as Garbhodakshaya Vishnu and there is Brahma coming out of Navel. You may not be able to see. It's very small here. And Goddess Lakshmi is serving. So this is the structure within each of these small, shiny, tiny bubbles in the material world, which is material universe. It is golden from outside, but dark from inside. And this comprises of one-fourth of the total infinite energy of Krishna, the material universe. So conditioned soul is supposed to come out of this universe and reach to spiritual world, spiritual planet. So there are so many living entities living on these spiritual planets. So many are there on these material planets, material universes also. But beyond both the living entities is the Supreme Person, Lord Krishna. So we'll just move on to the next shloka. Because I am transcendental beyond both the fallible and infallible and because I am the greatest, I am celebrated both in the world and in the Vedas as the supreme person. So Krishna again here is asserting this point yasmat sharam, atita atita means transcendental aksharad i am atita i am beyond both the Aksharas and the aksharas fallible and infallible therefore because i am the greatest i am celebrated both in this world loke vedecha and in the vedas as a supreme person so throughout the vedas You will find this was Purusha, Purushottama, the supreme person. But who is that supreme person? There is confusion about it. Even the great sages do not know it because how they will know? Supreme person means our father or father of father, original father. Child cannot speculate who is my father. He has to ask mother. So thus the great sages also do not know who is ultimately the original personality. So they are confused among the most powerful personalities, Brahma, Vishnu and Mahesh. So here Lord Krishna is defining because I am beyond fallible and infallible I am celebrated in the Vedas and in this world as Purushottama I am the supreme person so very clearly Krishna is asserting his personality now Krishna mentions yumam evam sammudo janati purushottamam sa sarv vidhajatimam sarv na bharata Yo Yomam Evam Asam Muda. Asam Muda means without any doubt, whoever knows me as the supreme personality of Godhead, without doubting, is to be understood as the knower of everything. And he therefore engages himself in full devotional service of son of Bharat. So many people claim I am most knowledgeable and this is the right fact. But here Krishna is telling who is the most knowledgeable person. Serva with Bhajatim. Serve vid. Vid means one who knows sarva means one who knows everything sarva means all so one who is all knowing who is most intelligent who is that person yaha means anyone mam evam asam mudha, without any doubt one who understands krishna as purushottamam beyond the living entities who are liberated and conditioned a person who has this understanding of krishna without any doubt sarva with he is considered to be having all knowledge Whoever knows me as a supreme personality of Godhead without doubting is to be understood as the knower of everything. And what does that person do? He becomes a jnana yogi and uh, he tells you various pranayam practice and reading of Vedas and mental speculation. And tells you to go to Himalayas and uh, stand on one feet and you become a shtanga yogi. Or he tells uh, some other uh, uh, kriya and sadhana. No, here Krishna is telling bhajati maam bhajati means devotional service everywhere bhajante bhajati Bijanati. this is the version only devotee can know me how people can do anything else by reading bhagavad gita actually because people have no knowledge of bhagavad gita i'm sure most of us would not have gone through these very clear shlokas of bhagavad gita So people simply watch some YouTube videos. And if something is striking to intelligence, some people are there who do intellectual gratification, speak something which applies to the mundane, uneducated minds who are uneducated in spirituality. Of course, mundane, they may have many degrees. So who have no knowledge. They get carried away. They know how to juggle the words, but they have no knowledge. Such audience and speaker both are in ignorance. A speaker, he reads Bhagavad Gita very carefully. It is so clear. And if the audience reads Bhagavad Gita, it is so clear, they cannot follow any other conclusion. So he has to do devotional service. Anybody who does not follow Bhakti Marga, Bhakti Yoga, he is in ignorance. He might be having some knowledge. Impersonalism is also some knowledge that I am not the body, that is fact. But that is not complete knowledge. And without complete knowledge, success is not possible in spiritual life. Birth and death will happen. So, Sarva with Krishna has declared here. He is the knower of everything. One who knows Krishna, the purpose of education is solved, it is served. There is no need of any other knowledge. And such a person, what does he do? Bhajati Maam. He does not bhajati any other Devi, any other Devta, any other person, materialist or leader, politician, bhajati maam. He bhajati means devotional service. sarva Bhavena bharata in all respects. He engages in full devotional service or Sanam Bharat. So how clear it is? So anybody thus, when uh, Prabhupada was asked how we can find an Acharya? So Prabhupada told you have to find a person who is addicted to Krishna. So a person who does not have knowledge, when I also read, when I was new into Krishna consciousness, I was wondering, this appears like uh, maybe a sentimental statement Maybe this Guruji is very much in the path of Bhakti Yoga. So, he's telling like the Acharya means knowledge. What is the use whether a person is attached to Krishna or not? But this is the version of Bhagavad Gita. The most authorized book even by so-called Gyan Yogis. Everyone uh, tells Bhagavad Gita is authorized. But they are unfortunately not able to understand the right meaning. So, Krishna here is telling serve with Acharya means the teacher. So, who is the best teacher who knows everything? Who is the knower of everything? Bhajat Imam, who engages in my service. So, Prabhupada told, if you have to find a person, Acharya, who is having all the knowledge of absolute truth, you have to find a person who is most addicted to Krishna. And this is the verse which confirms that, apart from many other verses. Sarva with Bhajat Imam, Sarva Bhavena Bharata. So thus, uh, some people, they claim Bhakti Yoga is for sentimentalists. No, sir. Bhagavad-gi, a real Bhakti Yoga is meant for the people who are having the perfect knowledge, all knowledge. Now, who will be having this all knowledge? Uh, how to become Asam Muda? How to become free from all the doubts? So many doubts haunt living entities. That Krishna will explain now in the final verse of this chapter. How without any doubt a person can know? Idam uktam etad this is the most confidential part of the Vedic scriptures. Shastra, there are so many Shastras, right from how to cook food in your house, park Shastra, how to grow vegetables, how to do farming, to how to kill your enemies, how to produce various mystical weapons. Called Dhanurved or the Shastra is defining the Karmakanda, yagyas Yajna, uh, or the Shastra is defining the spiritual life. Among all the Shastras, this is Guhyatamam Krishna is telling. idam Guhyatamam, This is the most confidential part of the Vedic scriptures. Because Krishna has told VEDESHCHA sarve AHAM E from all the Vedas I am to be known. Now here Krishna is giving knowledge about himself the supreme person. And anyone who knows Krishna, he only can get liberation from birth and death. So that is why this is the most confidential part of the Vedic scriptures. Now it is very simple. We have known who is God. Simply we have to now try to please God. And then our life is successful. Try to follow the instructions of God. Now our life is successful. That is why it is most confidential. It is not easy. God does not reveal himself. Now, why he has revealed this knowledge to Arjuna without any doubt, because he is anagha. It is explained in the second line. Idam uktam mayanagha, O sinless one. It is disclosed now by me. Etad buddva Buddhi mansya, Whoever understands this will become wise. And Krit bharata. his endeavors will know perfection. So perfection of all endeavors is to become liberated solve the real problems of life solve the problem of death i need not die ever again i need not become old ever again i need not become fatigued tired ever again this is called the perfection freedom from all the problems of life so the endeavors will know perfection when a person has this knowledge so the purport also i will read because it is a lash shloka very important The Lord clearly explains here that this is the substance of all the revealed scriptures. One should understand this as it is given by the supreme personality of Godhead. Thus, one will become intelligent and perfect in transcendental knowledge. In other words, by understanding this philosophy of the supreme personality of Godhead and engaging in his transcendental service, everyone can become free from the contamination of the modes of nature. Devotional service is a process of spiritual understanding. Wherever devotional service exists, the material contamination cannot coexist. Devotional service to the Lord and the Lord himself are one and the same because they are spiritual, the internal energy of the Supreme Lord. The Lord is said to be the sun and ignorance is called darkness. So here Prabhupada is explaining Krishna explains one who engages in my service One who has all knowledge, he engages in my service. Why? Because Krishna's service is completely spiritual. And in presence of spiritual energy, material energy, ignorance cannot stay. So automatically there is revelation of knowledge. So devotional service is the source of all knowledge. The Lord is said to be the sun and ignorance is called darkness. Darkness. When the sun is present, there is no question of darkness. Therefore, whenever devotional service is present under the proper guidance of a bona fide spiritual master, there is no question of ignorance. Now, please mark the words very carefully. Devotional service is present under the proper guidance of a bona fide spiritual master. So, under the proper guidance is very important. Then there is no question of ignorance. Everyone must take to this consciousness of Krishna and engage in devotional service to become intelligent and purified. Unless one comes to this position of understanding Krishna and engages in devotional service, however intelligent he may be in the estimation of some common man, he is not perfectly intelligent. So unless one serves Krishna, he is not intelligent because he has to know, I cannot solve the problems of life without gaining knowledge. And who is the source of all knowledge? Krishna who is seated within the heart. So unless I engage in his service, knowledge cannot be revealed. Now, the word Anagha by which Arjuna is addressed is significant. Anagha, or oh sinless one, means that unless one is free from all sinful reactions, it is very difficult to understand Krishna. So if we want to understand God, we have to become free from all the sins. Then without all the doubts are because of sinful activities of the past life, we can understand it is not that we have read less of books we have got less of anything in life we might be having the best of the books best of the teachers but if we are sinful we will not be able to understand so unless one is free from all the sinful reactions it is very difficult to understand krishna one has to become free from all the contamination all sinful activities then he can understand that is why following four regulative principles is very important and surrendering four regulative principles because now we should not commit sins further and complete surrenderance to Krishna so that we are free from the sinful reactions of the past life. So, because we have committed so many sins, and reactions are there, and they are a big hurdle to understand Krishna. How to become free from the past reaction? Now I'm following four regulative principles nicely. What to do about past baggage? So Krishna tells past baggage, I will take care. Moksha is you surrender completely unto me. So when we become perfectly obedient to Krishna, Krishna, I will just follow your instruction without caring for personal gain and loss. Then all the past sinful reactions are taken away and we understand Krishna. So unless we completely surrender to Krishna, we agree to follow all the rules and regulations strictly. Krishna will not take away the reactions of past life and we will not be able to understand God. And if you do not understand God, then we will always remain in stress, calculating how to become happy in life, how to plan things. We will not be able to depend upon Lord and understand his plan. So, surrenderance is required to become free from all the sinful reactions and four regulative principles are required so that further I don't implicate myself in sinful life. But, devotional service is so pure and potent that once one is engaged in the devotional service he automatically comes to the stage of sinlessness now how do a person surrender does a person surrender to krishna by engaging in devotional service so by engaging in service krishna reveals his identity from the heart and then a living entity is able to understand and surrender the knowledge comes while performing devotional service, so somehow or the other, we should engage in devotional service and then all knowledge will follow gradually. Now, again, last paragraph is very important. While performing devotional service in the association of pure devotees in full Krishna consciousness, there are certain things which require to be vanquished altogether. This is today's topic. So, please note every word while performing devotional service bhajate imam sarva bhavayana bharata in the association of pure devotees devotional service should be done in the association of pure devotees as you would have heard Prabhupada mentions simply by reading a book on medicine a person does not become a surgeon or a doctor internship is required in a similar fashion internship is required for a lawyer internship is required for engineer internship is required for a chartered accountant for everybody For a pilot for in every role internship is required simply by reading books. Nobody has become perfect in field of activity. So thus proper guidance of spiritual master association of pure devotee is very much required without Guidance of devotees, association of devotees, it is impossible. Bhagavad Gita, Bhagavatam, Vedas are not the scriptures that we can simply read at home and make our life perfect. No, we have to have association of devotees. It should be done under proper guidance. So without uh, physical association, uh, physical means not may not be very close contact, guidance. We can take guidance from a distance or whatever, but guidance is very much required. So under proper, improper association, only these scriptures can be understood. So performing devotional service in the association of pure devotees, not mixed devotees. So, uh, so many instructions are there. Maybe I will try to read a couple from here. So mixed devotees will not help. Mixed devotees will spoil our devotional life. Pure devotees who have no material desires at all, we have to have association of such devotees. So, in the association of pure devotees, one should perform devotional service in full Krishna consciousness. Now, when we do these things, there are certain things which are required, which require to be vanquished altogether. So, when we are performing this in the association of pure devotees, we need to vanquish certain things. And what is the most important thing that Prabhupada mentions? The most important thing one has to surmount is the weakness of the heart. So these certain things are called anarthas or unwanted habits, unwanted activities or desires. Among them, the most important thing one has to surmount is the weakness of the heart. What is called the weakness of the heart? If a person is weak, what happens? He gets captured by other people. He gets bullied or captured. Either somebody will take his house, property, kidnap his family members. That is called weak person. Similarly, if the heart is weak, it gets captured by the material energy. This is called weakness of the heart. So all the influence happens in our machine, as we have discussed before, through the heart. Heart is the seat of consciousness of soul. So through heart, the entire body gets energy. So if the heart is weak, then material energy will have very heavy influence. So this weakness of the heart should be overcome. So the first fall down is caused by the desire to lord it over material nature. So if the heart is weak, not sufficiently strengthened by spiritual energy, then material energy, as soon as it comes in contact with the heart, then what happens? Lording over tendency, this is called first weakness. What is called lording over tendency? We all want to lord over matter, lord over this material nature. Yes, I will uh, control the nature. It is not raining. I will go to the clouds I will do cloud seeding, whatever. Although nobody has been able to successful, they just write theories about cloud seeding. Nobody has been able to make any rainfall by this philosophy, by the science. It is only theoretical concept. So they will, like this, they want to control nature. Cloud is not there, I will do. There is darkness, I will uh, put a big uh, reflector satellite in the space and I will uh, complement the sun. And... uh, You know, in so many fashion, it is hot outside. I will make that. We want to lord control over material nature. Oh, my child is coming out in this matter. I will change the DNA. I will do this thing and see what is the result of this technology. More and more misery in life. More diseases, more stress, more anxiety, more discomfort. So we cannot lord over. Krishna is the lord of material energy. So I want to control. This land is mine. I want to control this land. I want to control this nation. I want to control this house, control my family members and control so many other. Yes, control is required, but control as a servant. This family also is not my family. These people belong to Krishna. In this life, we are traveling together like in a train compartment. So if I am the leader of the house, I should control my children, control my family members for the service of Krishna, not for my pleasure. So we want to control people, control property, control so many things. This is a great disease of the heart, lording over nature. I am servant of the land which belongs to me. I should use that in the service of Krishna. I am servant of the money which I have that should be used for Krishna. I am servant of uh, the, all my family members. And uh, I should my service is to take them to Krishna. So we should take out this lording tendency from the heart and we should have serving tendencies. So this first weakness of the heart. So we should cultivate this servant attitude. Whenever I see anything, if I see we need not leave anything, I can be a nice businessman. I see oh, nice money can come from this contract. So I should be very eager to have it not in the lording over tendency. Okay, now I will enjoy this. No. So this money belongs to Krishna. Let me take it with great eagerness, with all my efforts and hard work and use it for Krishna. So, if I want to produce children, very nice. Let me produce children, many, many children. But let me follow the rules and regulations nicely, Garbadan, Sanskar, other things, so that devotee children can come out. So, in this fashion, lording over tendency should not be there, but serving tendency. That is why when we take Prasadam, one is lording over. Oh, I want to um, just eat. Whenever I see any food, oh, let me enjoy. So, this is called lording over tendency, enjoying mentality. I want to enjoy this food. So that is why we don't uh, tell actually that I am eating food. We tell I am honoring food. I am honoring prasadam. Food is called prasadam in the Vaishnava community. So we honor prasadam, having great respect for prasadam that it is not different from Krishna. These are the remnants of Krishna. So I offer great respects. We chant prayers and we offer our obeisances pranam to the prasadam with great gratitude we honor prasadam it is non-different from krishna so that is why we don't tell eat if people don't understand sometimes in normal vocabulary tell eat but otherwise in devotee community we tell we honor we are honoring prasadam so this is the difference in mentality a materialist he wants to enjoy the food oh very tasty let me eat it when devotee sees anything Oh, let me make it for krishna and let me give krishna enjoyment and then uh, i will honor it if required otherwise for devotees food is very simple for krishna food is very tasty offer tasty food to krishna distribute it to everyone other devotees for us simple foodstuffs offered to krishna So this is the difference between enjoying lording over nature and servant nature. So we should give up this lording over nature. I will enjoy a big house. No, just think how I will have. Yes, I can have a big house and invite Krishna. Krishna will be there in the living room in the center. That will be temple. And I will invite everybody to that big house. So that house will be a temple, I will live as a servant of Krishna in that house and I will cultivate all the people of the society of the city and invite them to that house in the service of Krishna, then that is very nice. So in this manner, you can build a very big house, but for Krishna and live as a servant of Krishna in that house and invite guests of Krishna to that house. So this is called building a big house, but in the servant mentality. So in this way, from lording, we should come to servant attitude. So this is first weakness of the heart. So we fall down from spiritual life by this lording over mentality. When I see a man, let me enjoy this man. When I see a woman, let me enjoy this woman for my pleasure. No, this is not. We don't accept life partners for my enjoyment, but for Krishna's enjoyment. So this person, if at all we want to marry, then yes. So this person uh, will help me to serve Krishna very nicely. So, for spiritual advancement, a person becomes a householder. This is called servant attitude. So, we both will serve Krishna very nicely. It will help me to serve Krishna. So, this is the purpose behind marriage. Thus, uh, in Western civilization, we all know they live together and they have tried, tested and then they marry. But Prabhupada would get them married from different countries, different cultures all together. And the men will not ask, women will not question even once. You have to marry this person? Yes, Prabhupada, then they would marry. So because the purpose of uh, any activity is not to enjoy for oneself, but to give enjoyment to Krishna. So this attitude, this consciousness, we have to cultivate. So this is the first weakness of the heart, lording over tendency. So in every activity, we should uh, adopt not lording over, but servant attitude. Second... Thus, when a person has this lauding tendency, fall down happens, one gives up transcendental loving service of the Supreme Lord. The second weakness of the heart is that as one increases the propensity of lording it over material nature, he becomes attached to matter. This second weakness of the heart. When this lording over tendency increases, he becomes attached to matter and possession of matter. And the problems of material existence are due to these weaknesses of the heart. So great thinkers are thinking, why am I having problems in life? And should I study any more subject? Which knowledge, which science is missing in the society? So just this knowledge is missing. We have to become servant from Lord. Rather than having material attachment, we should cultivate detachment. So attachment to matter and the possessions of matter. We have so much attachment to matter. Attachment to people is also attachment to matter because we don't see people actually. We see just matter discovering. So I am seeing the body of man, body of woman, body of dog. That is only a body. That is not dog actually you are attached to. People get so much attached to dog. They go to the tomb of dogs where they are buried. So you are attached to the external body, the external body you are crying for. Either your family member or pet or XYZ. So attachment to matter, attachment to people or to substance is called attachment to matter here. Family attachment, that is also attachment to matter. So attachment to matter and the possession of matter. So all the problems are because of this. How simply Bhagavad Gita has summarized. Prabhupada, Acharyas, they have summarized. So simply, if you understand, this is the solution of all the problems of life. Because of lauding over tendency, you forget Krishna. And then there are so many material demands. You get attached to them and you complicate your life. So when we are following devotional service in association of devotees, devotional service cannot become perfect without association of pure devotees. Now, when we are doing that to check whether we are following nicely or not, these weaknesses should go from the heart. I should develop more and more servant attitude. Somebody scolds me. I become angry. Then that is not servant attitude. Servant means servant listens always. So I should not become disturbed. Thus, and a servant does not speak anything which disturbs the master. So when I am not getting disturbed by others, I am not disturbing others. That means I am advancing in my servant attitude. So this lording tendency should go away, and attachment to matter and material possession, possessions should also go away. So this check is very important. If this is happening in my life, detachment, lording over tendency is going away, then it means I am advancing. So please be cautious of these things.